Get ready to meet The Cage, a thriving online community of BDSM enthusiasts from around the world, managed by kinky people for kinky people. There's loads to explore on The Cage. Browse local member profiles, chat with new people, or sift through hundreds of personal blogs with fresh content published by members around the clock. You'll also find lively discussion boards with great topics, diverse profiles, and personal ads of all orientations and persuasions, plus a handy BDSM podcast directory and BDSM events calendars. Register now and you will get two weeks of free premium membership. This is an all-access pass to everything. No strings attached, no credit card required. Just use the promo code EROTIC21 when you register and premium will be activated instantly. Drop on by now and discover a BDSM community like no other. Find your kind of fun inside the cage. That's T-H-E-C-A-G-E dot C-O. This week on Erotic Awakening, how to swinging, poly holiday, and anal penetration. <laughs> Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, I am. We recommend you stop listening right now. The Erotic Awakening podcast is grateful to the support of our patrons who receive ad-free early access to the podcast as well as other perks. Thank you to all of our supporters like Mike, Lisa from Columbus, our good friend, and Nicholas who upped his support. Which we very, very, very much appreciate. Absolutely. Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. How are you this fine evening? I'm actually pretty good. It's been a good day. Still in South Carolina. It's sunny. It's warm until the sun goes down. You know, we were just talking to somebody who was talking about clothing optional RV life Mm -hmm. in Florida. Now, you and I have had the option to do the clothing optional RV life in Indiana in December. And we passed on that opportunity. We did pass on that opportunity. So uh, it was not, no. Not, no. (laughs) There's not enough bonfires (laughs) to keep me warm Uh, in Indiana. Today on the podcast, we will be speaking with Myrina and Tristan from the Accidental Swingers podcast, as well as a little bit of a recap of a fantastic conversation we had the other day around poly holidays oh, and with our with our the chat that we did with our patrons we, yes indeedy as well as continue the list of 239 fetishes that's a lot of fetishes and just last week we just started this last week and we've already hit about five that i've never heard of yeah it's super <laughs> weird you'd think that doing after... this for 22 years and running a dungeon for six and you would think we would know you would all. think not even close. Uh, but let's start off by welcoming Marina and Tristan from the Accidental Swingers podcast. Thanks for being on the show, guys. Hi. Hi, thanks for having us. <laughs> and uh, what our podcast listeners don't know is that we just spent about 20 minutes talking about everything under the sun prior to me hitting record. So I'm glad I actually pressed that button. <laughs> uh, we appreciate you inviting us, at least the way I took it, you're inviting us down to your house where you're going to let us take showers out of the RV, which is a, a, quite a special thing for us. It's always our pleasure to, to host guests for that. I totally just didn't made that up and they bought into it. So I'm just going with it. And it worked. Yeah. I'm just going to roll with it. Whatever you throw up, Dan, I'm just going to roll with it. Just going to tell you right now. So Dawn and I, when we started the RV life, one of the things we did as we traveled around, uh, and we often talk about when we very, very first started alternative life stuff one of the first things we tried was swinging and we were very bad at it 
we talk a lot <laughs> and we try to get to know people and that didn't really work for us, at least back then. And, you know, a variety of other things, but time goes by. We decided nowadays we're doing the RV thing. We immediately bought a pineapple flag and a flamingo flag. And we've got a, a neon flamingo that we stick in our window. And not at this campground, not at this campground where there's not only this... six of us at the campground. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's it. That's all you have to do is be a, to be a swinger successfully. My understanding is to have a flamingo. Um, that's a great start. It is a great start. What a great start you have started for yourselves. Put the look I'm on your sure. face. Yes. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure that everybody in Florida, when you come to Florida, will immediately think that when they see your flamingos and pineapples, because it's so, you know, you know, such a dead giveaway. <laughs> I, that's not what I understand on the Facebook groups. <laughs> so let me back up. So what, I, what I'm leaning into is to find out from you guys how we can be successful swingers. And I don't know why we invited you because your podcast is called Accidental Swingers. So first off, you got to start off with that. How do you end up being an accidental swinger? Um, the very short story is uh, we went out to dinner with neighbors we had known for a while and they hit on us and we were like, what is that? I, there's no way these people are swingers. We didn't really know much about the lifestyle at all. And uh, turns out they were swingers and they wanted us to join them in their adventures. And so we talked about it. We decided we would try it it really was an accident we they like i said hit on us and we were like wait whoa what and um and decided to go for it and uh we had a horrible experience <laughs> um, it was not good and but it was so fun uh we had about three weeks in between the time that they asked us to to play uh to have sex with them and to the time that we actually did so we did all this like you know incredibly in-depth swinger research, which really meant listening to the podcast that we could find about it at the time. This was three and a half years ago. And, um, and so we did some research, but it was really hot and we really wanted to do it. And, and it sounded, it was, it just sounded right for us at our time in our lives and the way that it happened it was very organic and it was perfect. And uh, even though the, the actual play date did not go well with them, um, they left, we said, that was terrible. Let's do it again, but better. You know, and so we had yeah. an immediate goal and um, and that's what we did. And so uh, so that's kind of how it accidentally happened. We had we didn't go looking for it. We, right. we had no idea. Right. So. Yeah. We were on a date and we had no idea that we were on a date. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, you know, it, it was, was quite the surprise. It was completely yeah. organic and, yeah. and a complete surprise. But then when oh. things started shifting and turning sexy, you know, we, well, we didn't talk about it at the time because we were grinding on a dance floor with these people and then making out in a, in a Uber ride on the way home. And that, that first night that, you know, where we had this, this um, impromptu date where we didn't know we were on a date, we didn't play that night, but as, as Marina alluded to, we had a couple of weeks then where we decided, all right, let's, let's explore this. Let's figure this out. And so that when we do like meet up to actually play, We'll be a little more prepared than we were on, on the surprise date. But it still did not go well. And how long were you guys a couple prior to that? And with no, just plain old normal couple, so to speak? At that point, 25 or six years. 
Wow. Yeah, we've been we've been together for now 29 years and we've been married for 26 years. So at that point, that was in early 2018. So, yeah, it's been a few years. So we <laughs> we've been together a long time. I and, hear you. Yeah. <laughs> so, and all of that monogamous except yeah, for the last three exactly. and a half years. Wow. Exactly. That's where we're different. So yeah. Dan and I have been together for what, 22 years at this point. But when we, and friends way, below, way before that. But um, when we got together, we decided we were going to have a very different life than our vanilla relationships from before. So, and we couldn't, we didn't even know poly was a thing, right? Swinging is what was available. So that's how we got started. And like I said, we, we weren't too great at it. So now it's like, we're in the RV. We're going to be on the road. We're going to be near people that might have pineapples in their windows. <laughs> how do we hook up with them? And so what is it? So how, how do we get started? Right. So very basic question, right? We've, and for this conversation, let's assume that we as a couple have done the internal work. Mm -hmm. Right. We have communicated. We have both. We both decided we want to do that. That's a different conversation. Love to have you back to have that conversation. What was that three weeks like? Right. Because how scary is it for one of which? And, and I don't want to get into it at the moment. But which one of you was the first one to say, yeah, maybe I would do this. I'm going to write that down so we can ask you that next time. <laughs> <laughs> so but how do how do. Yeah. How, how do you do it? How do you meet people? And worse yet, Dan and I are both introverts. We're confident okay. introverts, but we're still introverts, right? Well, I love so, what you just said there that you're, so I'm an introvert and Marina uh -huh. is anything but an introvert. She is the complete extrovert. And so you really balance each other out very well. And we're kind of yin and yang in that respect. Uh, so it's, it's challenging for me. And mm -hmm. I, I ride on her coattails a lot. But I think it's really interesting because what Dan and Don said was that they really like to get to know people mm -hmm. and you guys felt like that was uh, an obstacle for you, or it felt like with the folks that you met that that was an obstacle for you when you were exploring this lifestyle. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. It felt like the speed at what people wanted things to happen was quicker than we were while we were still in the, so you like cabbage, do you? Oh, yeah, cabbage is nice. And, and then they step away and they come back 20 minutes later and say, oh, where, where'd you go? Oh, we went and fucked somebody. <laughs> anyway, you were talking about vegetables, you know? So yeah, we're, we're just that, that slow. Um, so what has been your experience with that? Well, I think that for us, um, when we first started in the lifestyle, and so for your listeners who may or may not be familiar with, um, with swinging lifestyle, much like the, um, the fetish world, there are websites where you can go and meet people who are into the lifestyle. So um, for us, where we live, it's also very regional. Um, but, um, Cassidy is a top one, not quite as popular here in the state of Florida. Um, we are in the Tampa, Florida area, but, um, SLS and SDC are two that are pretty common in our area and that are very well used. So it's like a dating website. It's like, well, uh, I, I know SLS is swing lifestyle. What was the other one? Yeah. Uh, SDC, the, the letters SDC.com. And I think it stands for seek, discover, communicate or something connect, yeah. Connect, connect yeah maybe or I, just swingers, I really we, we don't yeah. know. it's just SDC. Yeah, it's SDC 
Yeah. So, um, but you go on there and you do your profile, much like the match.com or something like that. And what you can really do is when you spend a lot of time kind of researching on the websites, looking at what other people's profiles say, you will really start to see a pattern. And there are definitely people like you guys talked about that you met that are like, look, we're down to fuck. We want to do it, you know, right now we want to meet for dinner and then we would fuck you for dessert. And uh, if it's, if it's awesome. And when we first started, I, you, if you listen to our podcast, you'll hear me. I'm like the prudiest swinger practically on the planet. I'm like, when we first started swinging, when we went to the clothing optional resorts, I'd be like, oh my God, but someone might be looking at my boobs. And it's like, they're looking, they're not, everybody's naked, but I'm like, no, I would wear a wrap and all this stuff. So, so that was very um, challenging for us because that was not our speed also, like you're talking about. And we are very relationship um interested, you know, um, relationship kind of centered, Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. is the word I'm looking for. And so for us, meeting people and getting to know them was definitely the way that we were going to go. So we learned how to kind of navigate that and then put that in our profile, that it was really important for us to meet and connect. And there are a lot of swingers out there that are interested, and they'll say it in their profile, that they're not uh, they're looking for friends with benefits. That's a really typical thing that people say. Yeah, we want to go to movies and we want to go play putt putt or go to top golf. And if we, and then we all have fun. We go home, we fuck later. I mean, they, there's a lot of people that are looking for that. There's also a lot of people that are not. They just want to, like you said, they want to meet you at a party, fuck you and move on to the next couple. And it's great because everybody has the opportunity to do whatever they want, however they want it. It's just learning what you like and then finding the folks that are like that. And we've gone out and met some amazing, amazing people to have dinner with and just that are in the lifestyle that we would never end up having sex with, but it's always a fun dinner. It's always fun to go out and meet new people who have so many different, you know, and you automatically have something in common that connects you instantly. Just like when you meet folks who are active in the kink lifestyle that you automatically have stuff that you can talk about that, you know, is safe, but you can talk about anything, you know, and and hopefully everybody's really respectful of others' opinions and their journeys and things like that. And so we've just met amazing people that we would never have sex with because there was no chemistry there, but, mm-hmm. but we enjoyed a great dinner and a great talk. Yeah. So I don't, I don't see being relationship centered as being an impediment no, not at all. in any way, because there are plenty of other people out there who are looking for the same thing. Mm-hmm. And as with anything, I mean, there are as many different types of swingers as there are people. And so um, there's somebody out there for everybody. And we, from the beginning, in the very beginning, we thought that we were going to be sexually non-monogamous, but then emotionally monogamous. Then we realized very quickly that because of the way that we're wired, we need to have some connection with people. We can't, you know, I mean, we have anonymously fuck people and we will in the future, but that's not our bread and butter. Typically, we like to uh, to make friendships with people and have a little bit of closeness and some, and some connection with people before we have sex. Um, and there are plenty of other people out there who are like that. Now our listeners don't realize that um, we're actually, although this is an audio podcast, we have our webcam on so we can see each other just easier to talk. And um, obviously, I mean, you're a hottie and Marina, you're nice too. And um <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Is that a requirement to be a successful swinger, to be a certain age bracket or attractiveness level or weight level? No, not at all. And, and, it, and I know you're going to say, no, not at all. Every, all the swingers say, oh, no, 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 not at all. 
But and that's on. a good that's a good jumping off point from what I just said, which is there's somebody out there for everybody. And you know, and I'm I'm a pretty hefty guy, and so and when we go to Caliente or to which is our our favorite clothing optional resort around the Tampa area. You know, I'm, I'm out there naked and, and everything hanging out. I've got pictures on Instagram of me with my beer gut. And, and I, you know, we're, we're neither of us are gym rats. And it's, it's really not an impediment. I'm sure it is for some because there are, you know, and you see that in the profiles sometimes where people specify athletic only or nine inch dick only. Well, guess or what? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't hit that either. So <laughs> <laughs> so there, there's somebody out there for everybody. Well, I'll have to keep looking. So, <laughs> so but it, it's, it's funny because what you describe is kind of what I've tried to uh, vocalize and what I'm looking for, right? Friends with benefits with an emphasis on friends. And um, I've got this thing that I've talked about on the podcast before. I've got this uh, naughty bucket list. And a lot of it involves other people. And people are like, well, why don't you just go to a swing club? And I just can't do it. I love swing clubs. I love to dress up for swing clubs. I love to bring someone with me that I fuck in front of other people. But I can't say that I've picked up too many people to fulfill a fantasy. In 22 years, I think I've done that twice. Mm-hmm. But, so. the, you know, the fun thing is when we, we talked about how poorly it started for us, but, you know, I, I, to be blunt, 20 years ago, there wasn't websites. Maybe there were right. and we're not aware of it, right? There was probably bulletin boards. Yeah, there's probably BBSs. <laughs> so do you guys ever do the, let's just go to the swing club and see what happens? Yeah, we've done that. And, and honestly, I don't know that we, I don't think that we've ever picked anybody up at a club and gone and played. Um, we've met people at clubs and gone and played. Right. But, oh, well. Yeah. yeah now, now that I think about things. Yeah. The memory we have had a couple. It's a pretty fun one, too. Yeah. yeah. That was fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. Now that I think about that. Yeah. And, but that's not our. But it's not what we do every, yeah. every day. It's, that's not our bread and butter, as I said earlier. You know, we, we typically do tend to want to forge relationships and become friends and, and you know, have something a little deeper. But we, we do go to parties and we hook yeah. up, you know, kind of randomly with people at parties. Um, I've only had it happen once where I fucked a woman at a party. I had no idea who she was. That's a very rare thing for me. And you've done it a couple of times, but. Um, we're just so anonymous. Yeah. 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 But that's, that's, that's not how we typically operate. Right. So, but- so question for you, as you're talking, as, as, as you just said that you've picked up someone that you didn't know who they were and it just struck me. Oh yeah. That's one of my other problems is safer sex. When I, when I'm at a swing club and stuff like that, Oh, I have picked up more than one person. Never mind. Um, <laughs> but because, and I remember this because my issue was I told them that I, I needed barriers for everything. And they don't understand what everything is because then right. as we got together and he wanted to do oral sex, I'm like, well, we really can't on me unless you have barriers. Cause I didn't bring any, they're hard to find, right. Dental dams are actually kind of hard to find and um, locally anyway, but, um, and, and they didn't want to do that. So do you find that being an issue 
the safer sex part of it or the oral safer sex or what's been your experience with all of that? Well, I, I will say that that is very uncommon for people to use a dental dam or any kind of a barrier on a woman for the oral sex part in any swinger event or anything that, that we've had. I personally do not worry about that, but we play with condoms. So, I mean, so we'll do condoms, but I don't worry about it from my side, but that is everybody's. Tristan and I have had many conversations about what we feel comfortable with, what our risk assessment level safety is, all that kind of stuff. So we've talked about that. And, um, and I will tell you though, that it's very uncommon to see anybody with a dental dam. What is more common would be then that you would just put in your profile or talking to somebody is that you're not interested in them giving you oral sex. If that's, you know, or the only way that it would be is would be with a, with a dam or some type of a barrier. So I think that that would be more common because you could just say that's not what you're into, or even just bringing that up as you get into meeting, deciding if you're going to meet people for, you know, whatever it is, dinner or, or things like that. So that's how I would approach it. Um, because everybody is a little bit different. It's just, it really isn't that common, but it is not uncommon for people to say that's, but that part doesn't interest me. Or maybe that's just something I say for my partner, but all these other things that I really am excited about doing. So it just turns into be not, it doesn't turn into the main thing. That's what's wrong. It's like, eh, we're just not gonna do that piece, but let's do all these other amazing, fabulous, fun things. And mm -hmm. nice. I think, cool. I think you'd still be able to find folks that would be okay with that. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's, that's well said. And I've never seen a dental dam used. Ever. Yeah. At, yeah. At when any I, party, at any club, at any event, I, as a matter of fact, I've only, the only time I've ever seen a condom used in a blowjob is when there's a woman blowing me with a condom. Yeah, well, I've that, done it before. Yeah, and so it's 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 that's rare as well. But yeah. but for penetration, then yeah, it's, that's that's very common, and and that's that's the expectation that everybody is going to use condoms. That's our expectation, and that tends to be a pretty universal expectation throughout the lifestyle. There are exceptions, of course, as there are for you know anything. There's an exception, but for the most part, I think that condom usage is is an expectation. Is there more to it? Uh, you guys, yeah, it's really interesting that swinging is all sometimes called the lifestyle, right? Um, is there more to it than the sex that you're getting out of this? It's, I mean, obviously you're making some friendships here and there, but is it a lifestyle? Is it more than just pussies and cocks and wet and <laughs> stuff like that? Wet and hard. <laughs> yeah. For us, it is. For us, it is. And we, and Marina alluded to it earlier, we very much enjoy just meeting anybody in the lifestyle, even if, when we don't have sex with them. It's, they're just super cool people for the most part. And we've, we've met some amazing people that, you know, we just, we'll go out for drinks and talk and that's it. Or we'll see them at a club somewhere and, you know, and just talk. But, you know, as, as she mentioned, we have this kind of this thing in common, this taboo thing in common, which immediately forges a bond that you don't typically find with vanilla people. And we talk, mm -hmm. we can talk to lifestyle people about things within the first 20 minutes. We have friends that we've been friends with for 20 years and we've never talked about blowjob contests, for example. <laughs> and, you know, it's just that there's a level of intimacy that you automatically have because you are meeting for this 
reason that you're both engaged in this taboo lifestyle. And so it was in, almost an instant chemistry, or at least a, a foundation for an instant chemistry, which right. then can be elevated, you know, depending upon how you actually get along and whether there actually is chemistry. But the odds are greater <laughs> when you have something like this in common. Mm -hmm. Well, it's fantastic. Please go ahead. I was going to say, I apologize. I was going to say, and I think though to the, the question of, a, of it being a, a lifestyle, um, when you think of something about, uh, you know, even in terms of, of kink or BDSM or any of those things, when you start to explore those areas, and if it's something that gels with you, even if, you know, we've talked about it, even if it's, even if we're not out having sex actively with other people, we still consider ourselves, we will always consider ourselves in, in the lifestyle for us as the swinger lifestyle. Um, again, similarly with kink, it may be not that you're interested in that now, or even actively doing that now, but it has changed who we are mm -hmm. to a point to where even uh, internally, that's who we will always identify as, as part of this lifestyle as part of who we are now. Um, one of this changed who we are, it's, it's facilitated well, who we always have been and allowed us to be open with ourselves about with ourselves individually and as a couple about who we just are in our core and so for us the lifestyle is it facilitates that nice. very cool fantastic conversation there must be tons more to understanding and being a skilled swinger and just some of the things that you run into but um this is not a swinging podcast but your podcast is where can people find you and the Accidental Swingers? Uh, you can find us on any platform that plays podcasts. So just look up Accidental Swingers and you will find us, Marina and Tristan. Uh, you can follow us also on Instagram uh, at Accidental Swingers. And on Twitter, we are at Marina underscore Tristan. But you can type in Accidental Swingers and we'll come up. But any place where you uh, listen to podcasts, so Apple, Google, Stitcher, any of those guys. Awesome. And my, my, my Instagram account is at Marina's Tristan. I, it's, it's our secondary account. It's really just kind of my little account. But he likes to plug his account. I like to plug he my account. Plug his own account. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no apostrophe in that, by the way. <laughs> we will keep that in the show notes and get you a few more followers. I hope um, <laughs> hang out with us for a couple minutes while we wrap this thing up. And also we're going to ask, we have some fetish questions and we're going to ask you if you will partake in that conversation before we get there though, Don, I understand. I've heard a, I had a carrier pigeon come by <laughs> and tell me that you are creating a powerful power exchange relationship class. You are doing, see carrier pigeon message. No, is not really that that. It's not a good carrier message. <laughs> if only there was a better way to find out the upcoming events that you and I would be teaching at like for wicked grounds on November 30th. So yes, that you can uh, pick that up on the newsletter where we talk about events, book news and discount. We're actually going to have, I'm getting ready to have December's newsletter come out. And we're also going to have a newsletter about small business day. Very cool. Ooh. And you would get your EA shout out like the awesome Jesse from California. And Lisa from Columbus. Oh, uh, we know Lisa. I have physically touched Lisa. You have. Well, I'm not going <laughs> to touch and tell. <laughs> Head over to the and subscribe today. Awesome. 
Don, uh, we're just about getting ready to wrap this thing up. But as you mentioned earlier, we had a really nice conversation with uh, our patrons, our patrons, Holly for the holidays. Uh, and one of the things I really took away from that uh, and the conversation, just to keep it short, was how do you manage your polyamorous relationships on the holidays? Um, How's it fair? How's it equal? Which obviously it'll never be equal well, right. for most people. But yeah. But some people, some of our patrons had some tips and tricks. Peachy recommended the one to 10 scale where I could say, well, Valentine's Day or Christmas on a scale of one to 10, how important is that holiday to me? Mm-hmm. And you could say, well, this is how it is on to me. And that way we could easily uh, determine who, you know, where we have to put our attention and right. set expectations appropriately. Right. So, which was another tip or trick was setting expectations. So. Tristan, I have to ask you. For when it comes to swinging and Valentine's Day, is that like a sacred day where you're only putting your dick in the person sitting next to you, or is it just not a big thing? Um, well, discounting the COVID years, <laughs> <laughs> we only had one yeah. Valentine's Day, right? We probably yeah. no, we well in 2021, we yeah, so. Oh, oh, actually, no. About, COVID, yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, twenty February, we had not yet pulled back yeah, in February twenty twenty. Pop. My apologies. Um, I'd like to save it for Marina. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a much better response than if Marina said, "Oh, well, I had other plans." Yeah. No, Tristan would like that. Being second, is that fine? Yeah, I'd be fine with her having other plans as well. I would come home to him. That's That's right. And she'd she'd be all worked up. So (laughs) I win win either way. Very good. Dan does like that part. Yes. yes. (laughs) Um, So, Dawn, we have our 238 list of kinks and fetishes from badgirlsbible.com. Marina and Tristan, would you guys share with us if we did this list? Would you be willing to tell us how you feel about these particular random fetishes? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Okay. Uh, Marina, pick a number from one to four. Dawn, as you know, we've tried a few ways to have conversations online to interact and meet people, but they always end up being flooded by sock puppets, trolls, and internet shenanigans. Luckily for us, we found the cage. The cage is dedicated to nurturing an authentic community filled with real people. They use a number of manual and automated tools to help keep the cage safe from bots, trolls, and etc. This is supported by their effective system of community moderation, aided by a friendly and available staff. And of course, they're offering an exclusive gift just for Erotic Awakening listeners. Register now and get two weeks of free premium membership. This is an all-access pass to everything. No strings attached and no credit card required. Just use the promo code EROTIC21 when you register and premium will be activated instantly. Drop on by now and discover a BDSM community like no other. Find your kind of fun inside the cage. That's T-H-E-C-A-G-E dot C-O. We will see you there. Uh, two. Okay. Now, now the trick is... Um, we have to figure out how to pronounce these. Tristan, so, one, two, or sorry, one, three, or four. My choice is four. All right. Uh, you're going to enjoy your choice, I think. Don, <laughs> you get number one. Are you, Don, into auto K? 
Calophilia, <laughs> which if I said it correctly, is a fetish for high heels, usually worn by women, but not always. Uh, fetish for high heels. Not my thing. I have, I would have more of a fetish for boots than high heels. So the whole leather thing, but yeah, no, high heels don't do it for me. It does it for a lot of people, but not me. I, I have to agree with you on that one. My number one response to seeing high heels is just how do you defy gravity and, and not uh -huh. fall over? Um, I know how bad I walk in high heels, so I don't. <laughs> not, not my fetish. <laughs> not a thing. Uh, Marina, how do you feel about amorphilia, which is a kink for being unable to see blinded or blindfolded during sex? I don't know why well, we just didn't say blindfolds. That'd be much easier. I would go two thumbs up on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that I like that. I like some sensory deprivation uh, during sex sometimes. Yeah, I'm with you. That's some good stuff. So now I don't know if I would call it. Does a fetish mean that I can't that I only can enjoy sex though if I'm blindfolded? No. Uh, See? No, this one's this one's but more of a kink instead so of I would go, yes. So yes. I'm going two thumbs up on that kink. Fair. <laughs> All right, Dawn. I, I get number three. What do I get? Um, anal penetration. A fetish for anal penetration with foreign objects. What? Keep going. Not not sex toys or penises. Inserting objects that are not designed for anal safety. Okay, wait. I had to finish the sentence. Inserting objects that are not designed for anal safety, and then there was a, this whole whatever, whatever, can cause damage. Well, that's good to know. Most oh, it's know a that. warning on the back. End. It's a warning on the back end. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? So, yeah. So, uh, the warning is make sure that it's not porous that it has a flared base so it does not get sucked into your anus oh, or make sure it does not have sharp edges. But anal penetration, a fetish for anal penetration with foreign objects. So cucumbers. <laughs> I, I've seen, believe me, I've seen all kinds of videos with all kinds of things being used. So do you have a fetish for anal penetration? And it does not say giving or receiving. No. Oh, <laughs> well, slow down now. That's a different situation altogether then. Um, you know, now that we know you guys really well, Marina, do you know what I, I particularly like about anal penetration? No, Dan, tell me, what do you particularly like about anal penetration? I, I don't know either. I was hoping you knew because so far I've not had anything shoved in my ass that made me go, well, hello. <laughs> uh, as a matter of fact, every, once a year, being a man of my age, my doctor sticks her finger <laughs> in my ass. And I continually, afterwards, I check with my dick and say, get anything happening in there? No? Okay, cool. We'll just keep it that way. Now, on the other hand, penetrating anuses with foreign objects. You know, they're saying specifically not sex toys. Right. That's I'm why gonna, I, that's why I throw in cucumbers and stuff. I'm gonna actually have a take a pass on that. I'm all for the anal sex, anal penetration. Mm -hmm. But I would be limited to the sex toys and this and my own sexy bits. Yeah. Um that sounds like you're asking for trouble to put a I don't know, a curling iron or a <laughs> hairbrush handle. 
It sounds like an emergency room visit. Yeah, it really does. Doctors. It really, it really does. So, yeah, I mean, I could see it as being hot sounding, but most things that are not built for anal sex, they're, they're not safe. They don't have a flared bottom. They don't have whatever. I mean, what no it? hamsters, no light bulbs, no hot dogs. I'm thinking of all the, the emergency room stories I've heard. Um, <laughs> hey, wait a minute, a hot dog? Right. That'd be an easy one. You could actually make the excuse. Yeah, I ate a hot dog. And, uh, <laughs> oh, right. I just forgot to digest. No. I don't know. I, um, okay, so Trist, <laughs> Tristan's like, wow, I don't fuck did I sign up for. Uh, Tristan actually like, well, signed up for <laughs> anal sex. Both giving and or receiving anal sex can be a fetish. Any interest in the anal sex? Oh, is that his number four? That's, that's my number four. That's, that's your number four. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, and um, I'm a giver, and and I I, I do enjoy you know a finger uh, you know in a blowjob, okay, and uh, and my doctor's a, a very attractive young woman, so um, <laughs> that doesn't bother me either. <laughs> Yo, know, I have found out that it, when your doctor is doing your rectal exam. If you say, are you flirting with me? It's never funny. Just no. FYI. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've not, you know what? We have the same doctor and I have to go through that same exam. It has never crossed my mind to ask her if she's flirting. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> that must be a guy thing. <laughs> yeah. You'd be amazed what a guy things are. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why you're still amazed at this point. Speaking of amazing, uh, Dawn, you received um some tentacles apparently oh yeah so the last i think last week we forgot to mention some of the tentacles and um it's kind of funny because on discord i actually posted a tentacle picture for everybody else because we were in the charleston city market i think is what it's called it's, it's like this huge yep. market city thing. market yep. it's like four blocks long it's really cool and um there was a dish that had um <laughs> that had an octopus paint or uh, or uh, Yes, kind of like sculpted and wrapped around it. No one can see my hands describing this plate and what it looked like. But yeah, so it had an octopus on it. Marina and, and Tristan can see your hands and they're still fucking clueless <laughs> because they're just going, ah! <laughs> So, but I had a lot of other people send pictures and most of them are coming through the Discord patron channel. So the not safe for work pictures. I had, um, even though some of these are safe for work, that's kind of where they're being sent. So Traver seems to be going through his uh, picture collection mm -hmm. because he sent me a lot of pictures of leather that has tentacles etched on them. So, and um, if, if, if you guys don't <laughs> know, um, I like tentacles a lot. So, and I, it's more tentacle sex. It's not like raw squid and stuff like that. Or, or the, the, the turkey squid thing that I get pictures of. It's Thanksgiving. I'm going to get a lot of pictures of the turkey stuffed with squid. And, no. So tentacle sex. I love the, the cartoon tentacle sex. The Yes, the hente. Um, but Traver sent me the leather etched with tentacles. And then he sent me a picture of um, pearl divers that have found octopuses. So mm -hmm. the octopuses are like having sex with the pearl divers like they do <laughs> octopus ornaments from Traver. 
uh, Basanos <laughs> sent me, it was a hente picture. So it's a cartoon picture. And it says, um, embracing your situation. And the girl's saying, please, Mr. Tentacle, be gentle. So she has, she has accepted her situation. She's been captured by tentacles. Don't lose track of where you're at. Oh, no. <laughs> I was surfing the Reddit the other day, and there was a guy who was diving underwater, and he opened his mouth underwater, mm-hmm. and a shrimp climbed in, in in his mouth and climbed back out. Like, really? Yeah. Like, it's a video of a shrimp? About this going? actually happening, yes. That's really cool, but not sexy at all. <laughs> I don't know that it's even cool. I don't well, know don't why. don't open your mouth underwater. What, what was the post? Post? I have a scuba thing in there? Yeah, so why would, first off, yeah. I mean, uh, Right now, uh, the Accidental Swinger podcast is like, is that what we're supposed to do on podcasts? Like random left turns into the undersea kingdom of... I don't, uh, anyway, finish with your tentacles. I to... Okay, so Joyful Wish sent a picture of Princess Leia. So you know you know the sand? And what is it? A yeah, sandworm. Awesome. Yes, it was is a sandworm. It, was it a sandworm? But it had tentacles coming out of its mouth mm-hmm. and it had grabbed Princess Leia and the tentacles were dragging her back. And uh, that was actually kind of hot. And then Emerald Ash. So um, she's been on a lot of our calls lately. I may have to buy this for the RV, but she actually sent a picture of a tentacle bedspread. And since you and I aren't sharing blankets right now, it can get really cold at night. And Dan's decided he's tired of me stealing his blanket, which literally was what was going on. My ass would get cold. So I'd pull the blanket or the dogs at the foot of the bed. And I'm trying to wrestle the blanket from the dog. So everybody has their own blanket now. So I might get a tentacle bedspread. Yes. So after 10 minutes of hearing your tentacles, tentacles, let's go through the food on boobs that I have received done. Cause none oh. onward ho. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas is coming. Maybe people will send you some food on boobs. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I got some good, octop- some good Halloween candy corn on boobs so i'm not going to complain <laughs> and uh finally if you want to see uh, now uh, tristan i don't know what you put on your instagram but if on our instagram if you headed over to erotic awakening for the picture <laughs> of the day hoping to see some hot sex naked pictures intercourse you'd be pretty disappointed because we take pictures of food and things that we eat i think i put a quote out today and, and Ginger's on there a lot, our, 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 our puppy. And uh, so if you want to see normal <laughs> life, head over to the Instagram erotic awakening of what we're doing in the RV. So there's good stuff. Take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen. <laughs> or just tell your friends. Feel free to reach out to us. We love interacting with you. Contact us with questions, podcast comments, or just to say hi. You can find us as Dan and Dawn at the Cage CO Twitter and The Fat Life. And we are Erotic Awakening on Instagram. And soon we will be on SLS, SDC, and ABC and any other <laughs> site we can find. Use the links from the Erotic Awakening website for Facebook and Discord. Or just email us at Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn. Bye, Bye. Tristan. Bye, Bye, guys. Thank you very much. You're welcome.